Okay, everybody, uh, I'm going to start doing a series of shows here, probably I'm going to do one each week, and basically they're just going to be uh, since we last met, and so what they're going to be is audio and a video show, and I'm just going to cover the stuff that uh, obviously I haven't covered and the stuff that I've seen since the last time that we got together on here, so uh, uh, sit back, enjoy this, and we'll be back again next week. Thanks. This is show 396 for the week of November 7th, 2017. You're listening to Universal's Door. Find us at universalsdoor.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Okay, we're just going to kick things off here right off the bat with some news, and uh, the latest news coming out uh, is about Fast and Furious, and so that's going to open, they're still saying spring of 2018, of course we'll be there when it opens, but the information that's come out has been uh, that, let's see here, there's going to be two, by the way, Connor's on here with me. Hello. And so there's going to be two of the characters from the movie, and their names are? Taj and Mia. Okay. They weren't even in the last one, though, right? Um, Tej was... Tej, I think, might have been. Um, and Mia was at the very end. Okay, so these, she's, these are she's, like... Uh, these are B-list characters, right? For the movie? Uh, as of right now, yes. Okay. Uh, all right, so... And if you've ever seen the Hollywood version, other than, you know, in the Hollywood version, they take you through the ride in a tram. Uh, in this, they're going to have a, a bus, basically, or something like that that you're on. And uh, let's see here. The yeah, queue they, will be. They were calling it the uh, Tej's party bus, weren't they? Oh, that's it. The party yeah. bus. Yeah. Uh, and so then, so you'll be riding on that. And I know that they said the queue line would be much larger. It'll also have a virtual queue, like the Jimmy Fallon attraction has. Um, let's see here. Other than that, did they? They said that they would add some different cars from the new movies into it. And other than that, I can't think of a whole lot more. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be like Fallon. This is going to be another uh, one of those attractions. I think it'll probably be fun to do. It'll eat a lot of people up, keep them off the streets, give people something new to do. But it's not going to be, you know, an A-list attraction. I think it, it'll still be fun. The outside of it looks awesome. Yeah, it's it like does. a giant warehouse. They just added uh, big, like, street lights yeah. uh, on the outside of it. And it's going to be screen-based. I mean, just like the one in, in Hollywood. So, I, I don't know. I'm so anxious to see it. Anytime there's something just new to do, I'm, I'm okay with it. And so, we'll definitely go in and check it out. And it's a nice thing to, you know, with Fallon. Anytime you're just kind of wandering, wondering what can we, we kind of do, or you set up a virtual line and bam, you know, you're onto the ride. A virtual ticket and you're onto the ride. And so, I kind of like that. I think it'll be good for, uh, for doing this also. Uh, yeah, so that they are, they're going to have an uh, expanded queue because it's virtual, right? And so there's going to be yeah. stuff to do inside. Yeah, and the queue's going to be large enough to where, basically, you're not standing outside the line. You'll be no, inside. it's going to be like Fallon to where there's stuff to look at. Yep. Things stuff to, to do. Yeah, I think you're in their garage. That's where it's going to, I believe, where it's going to yeah, take place. Yeah, because that's what the warehouse is supposed to be. Yep. So, anyway, I, I'm anxious for this. I'm anxious to try it out, and I don't, you can ask Connor... Well, you could, but you can't through the microphone. But I don't really care all that much about the movies. I saw the last one, and it was good. It was funny in parts. Didn't like the whole Cuba scene stuff in it. I found that to be kind of eh, boring. And 
and I don't know expected in a car race movie and but other than that I thought the rest of the movie was funny and it was entertaining so yeah I'd see it again um okay well I don't want to go on too long just about that so uh that's going to next uh the Christmas is coming to the wizarding world of Harry Potter for the first time in the US right and I guess you know there's going to be lighting in London There'll be lighting in Hogsmeade. There'll be lighting. The light show will go on on the Hogwarts Castle, which is, I think, what most people are most expecting. Did they did they say anything about special um, food? There's going to be special food, um, and there's going to also be special performances for the Hogwarts Frog Choir and Celestina Warbeck. Um, and then I'm not sure about merchandise. I know that they've sold some uh, like Christmas ornaments in the past, but I don't know if they're going to be expanding that. I would be surprised if they don't have more merchandise. Uh, so yeah, I Universe mean, is pretty good about that. Yeah, and so of course there'll be warm butter beer there. I think that's that, already out right now. Actually, right, that is out and about. So we'll get out there. Warm butter beer. Yeah, if you haven't tried it, it's really good. Um, it tastes completely different, obviously, than the cold or the frozen. But it has its own kind of unique flavor to it. But it still has that cream on the top of it that sets it apart. So. All right, that is coming up on November the 18th, correct? Yes. And so I'm going to get over there. I'll film it. You'll see it up really quickly, as, as fast as I can get it up. I'm going to try to get it up that evening as soon as it's done. Um, so can't wait. I'm actually very excited about Christmas time in, in the uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter Parks. So uh, next, before I forget, Harry Potter Celebration has been announced again. And I didn't put this in the notes. Do you remember the dates for it? It is... Uh, 27th, 28th, 29th of January? Hold on a minute. Okay. And I will get the dates. All right. And, but I do know they've announced that the Weasley brothers will be back. And, and uh, Stanislav Yanofsky, I think is how you pronounce his name. He was, uh, he was Victor Crumb in Goblet of Fire. Okay. And then they have the question and answer panels, and they'll have the uh, two sound stages with merchandise. January 26th to the 28th. Okay. I know I was pretty close. Uh, the problem, of course, with us is if you live local, they still want you to get a hotel room uh, linked into your package. And, I mean, when you live close, it's kind of a waste of money. Um, so I'm not sure if we're going to buy the package this year. Uh, we'll probably we'll still go in and check out the Q and A sessions. I can't think other than getting early admittance into the merchandise things. What were the other things that we really got out of paying, literally a thousand dollars? Okay, to so there, be there we got the um, exclusive night in the parks with all you can drink, uh, drink drinks, and eat. yeah, and then yeah, all you can eat desserts, um, and then we got a few merchandise items like there was an owl. We got a, um, a picture with a framed uh, to- or, uh, token coin and also the Hogwarts Express ticket. You got um, lanyards, right? And we got uh, two, yeah, two lanyards. Uh, oh, and that also gave us access to three broomsticks. Uh, for breakfast. Yeah, for breakfast. It's not. I'm sorry. I, I don't. No, it, it's not worth it, I don't think. It's just not to us, and I'm sure for some people... You know, it's it's different. The perception for everybody is different. Uh, there are a lot of people that will pay even the premier package price so that they can get autographs and meet meet the stars. Yeah, I'd say and, if you're going to buy anything, then 
go big with it and save up all the money you can and buy the top tier package so that way you get the autographs because I think that if, you, if, that's if you're into you that want. thing that's more worth it but man it's so paying, expensive paying a thousand dollars for just general stuff doesn't seem worth it to me no no it, it didn't so anyway uh, yeah we'll see we'll see uh, as they announce more uh, entertainment and stuff that's going to be in it I had expected that uh, uh, what's her face would be back uh, oh, Obama Lynch would be back yeah, this year yeah she said um, earlier last year that she said that she was uh Hoping to be able to come back this year. And a lot of people are still holding out for Fantastic Beast characters to be in it. And they've been filming now for a little while, so... Yeah. Uh, there's a good chance Actually, that... Actually, I think... Have they wrapped up yet? Uh, no, never mind. They didn't start filming no. until July, right? Yeah, it was only a couple months ago that uh, she posted a picture from the director's chair. But hopefully they wrap it up by the time this thing happens. I mean, we still have several months. They'd be in post-production at that point. I, I'm hoping it doesn't release until uh, November of next year. Yeah, it would be November great if they could get uh, like at least the guy who plays Jacob, yeah. the guy who plays uh, Dan Fogler and uh, Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, and then who's the two girls? Um, Allison Sudol and Catherine Waterston. Okay, if they could get any of those, just those four, I think that'd be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't think you're gonna get Johnny Depp to show up. No, that'd be that'd be a very expensive ticket. Probably not going to get uh, John Voight. I don't even know if he's going to be in this one. Probably not, since uh, it's going to be Miller. in Europe. And Ezra he's Miller, yeah, you might you might be able to get him. Yeah, and he's going to play a pretty big part in this. So I don't know. If we're wait. I'm waiting to see. The last time they literally didn't la- announce the final uh, entertainers that were going to be there until what two weeks before the um, thing happened. I want to say it was. More than that, but it was maybe at most a month. Yeah, at most. So, all right. I don't want to. I don't want to beat away at that. So I. Um, yeah, I just. I'm, we're gonna kind of wait and see, what else. Uh, what else goes on? All right. Now I've got a few pictures here that I'm gonna throw up. Uh, okay. Yeah. Connor actually just showed me a note on something else that I had forgotten to put in here. They did just announce the the hotel. Hotels hotel. that they're going to put on the Wet n Wild properties, and there's actually two of them, right? Yes. So uh, it says on here one hotel will have 2,050 rooms, and the other will have 750. And these will basically be value uh, resorts that'll be around 100 bucks a night. Right? Uh, less than 100 dollars, it says. Less and then $100. that's on top of uh, Aventura's 600 rooms scheduled to open in August. Um, so they're saying that it puts Universal's on property total to about 9,000. And this is going to have like a beach theme to it like yeah. a California West Coast Beach or something like that I think that's what it seems like probably I don't know if it's going to be retro I can't imagine they'll do retro again I'm going to be curious to see well, what they do this but at least that's been announced now that that will be opening I think they yes, said it, that'll be um, opening in 2018 it says um 2019 summer, 2019. summer of 2019 okay. so it says that um Guests will enjoy the fun surf and sand with a laid-back coastal feel. Towering exterior murals with vibrant and natural colors will set a free-spirited and beachy tone, inviting guests to hang loose throughout their stay. So that's that's only for one of the hotels. It doesn't give any information on the second one. But they do at least the give the amount of rooms. And so that's a big plus because they need more rooms on property. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it would be great if they could get to at least 10,000 rooms on property. Uh, well, it puts them at 9,000, so... Yeah, this will put them at 9,000 when that's done. 
So, but yeah, and they, they let's just go on into this. They just scooped up another 101 acres uh, to go with the 475 that they already have. It's over by Lockheed property. I'll put a picture up here of it that you'll see. Um, there's also some stuff that we announced. I announced in the last video with Sky Zone. It's only about I think 12 acres or so that's there, but it's right in that same area. And so, um, if they can get that, they just keep putting together these parcels of land. Have we talked about SeaWorld yet? Oh uh, yeah, I talked a little bit about it on the last one. Okay. You know, I didn't even go into that. I don't think I went into it completely. The biggest thing that I found interesting with SeaWorld, first of all, there's word out there that SeaWorld is on the block, that they're trying to sell it, possibly. Uh, and I know there were Chinese investors that took it over, but now, and I know I announced on the last show that the guy who just became their board of directors was, uh, he worked... Was the director for Universal Japan. Yeah, Japan. Bringing that uh, back up to speed because it was kind of falling behind. Right. And so I found that curious that, you know, I mean, if you were going to kind of infiltrate, you'd put him into that position. And Yeah, I mean, the director of the board. <laughs> yeah, and I can't imagine SeaWorld's going to keep going at the rate that it is because it continues to lose money. So that property, at some point, you could see it go on the block. Uh... I just can't imagine anyone else is going to... Obviously, I think Disney's going to want it just to try to stop the train moving forward of, uh, of Universal. But we'll see. That's a lot of money for Universal to have to come up with all at one time. That's going to be a big parcel property. And with it already having a lot of finishing stuff on it, uh, it's going to cost them a lot more money to buy somewhat... Well, a finished theme park. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, anyway, they are putting together a, a large amount of land over in that area. So, all right, so we're going to run into the uh, parks here real quick and just cover some stuff that I saw along the way. The first thing, uh, this video here I'm showing you, you're probably wondering why is he showing a uh, video of a hot dog stand. And the reason why is I want to like put a big red X over these and say, don't stop at these. My father-in-law... We walked into the park with my father-in-law, and he was he was very hungry, and it was early in the morning, and so he stopped at this stand and paid ten dollars for a foot-long hot dog. He said two to three inches on each end of the hot dog was just hard and nasty. So by the time he ripped that off, you were back down to a normal size hot dog for ten dollars. Uh, just wow, guys, go up and get a jacket of potato or find anything else other than a ten-dollar hot dog that had nothing on it. It was really just a plain hot dog, and it was up to him to put mustard or something on it. And so, uh, out of desperation, he bought it and, and wished he hadn't afterwards. Uh, let's see here. I just want to jump through a few things. Oh, yeah. Okay, my point, too, in showing some of this and taking, like, these pictures to show you. If you get there early in the morning, the wait times on rides are nothing. Uh, we literally went through uh, Jurassic Park River Adventure, Kong... Forbidden Journey, um, what's it called? The, uh, oh shoot, the roller coaster. And right across from the castle where Forbidden Journey is. Uh, Flight of the Hippogriff? Flight of the Hippogriff, thank you. Went through that. Uh, we did those rides right there within maybe an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah if you get there early, there's not hardly any wait. Yeah. And so that's something to, you know, just remember. Uh, yeah, the parks weren't all that busy yet. But, of course, about 11.30 or so, they start filling up. And you'll see those ride times that you're seeing five minutes here. They immediately will jump up to, like, 25 or 30 minutes. 
And I'm just going to start calling the uh, the clock behind me and start trying to edit and keep it from happening each time. Uh, I'm just going to call these Big Ben. So every time you hear Big Ben go off, you'll know what it is. So we welcome Big Ben uh, once again. It's uh, late at night, so we're going to let that thing chime away, and we're going to keep going here. I actually believe it's not Big Ben anymore. It's uh, Victoria Tower, I believe. If I'm Are correct. you serious? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't even actually aware of that. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. And so I do have some video here of us going into Kong, and as we come up on it, you'll see the... Well, you can see. I mean, there's not hardly anybody even walking around us. And this is not after it's just rained. This is just wet from where they wash down the walks. By the way, it's Elizabeth Early. Tower. It is. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you can see. Wait time of 10 minutes. And the cool thing, yeah, before I forget, they still have the scare actors going in the queue line for Calm. So we went through early, and they had the scare actors. To listen to. Yeah, it was great. But by now, everybody had guessed that this, they would pull the budget, the funding for the scare actors, and that would go away. But... Nope, it's still there. It's really funny to watch people get completely and absolutely freaked out by the scare actors. We then uh, went through uh, uh, River, the Jurassic Park River adventure. It is what it always is. And actually, I'm always surprised at how good a shape everything's in. It's clean, it's maintained, and all of the effects work on the attraction. So I'm always impressed that they, they kind of keep that going. Uh, let's see here. Where else are we at here? I'll show you another sign as to quick wait times. Sorry, I'm just kind of running by these things. Uh, and, okay, I think we're coming up on... Why did I film this? Okay, I'm trying to give you a perspective on some shots here. And, okay, right here. You see the Christmas stuff, the uh, lighting, the rigs that are going up for, uh, for the Christmas uh, lighting. It's going to happen here very soon. That's one of them right there. And then I guess I put some other lighting down into the trees. Of course, once again, my nice finger. my finger's in the shot, so I'm giving you the finger. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see here. So once again, I'm showing you wait time of 15 minutes to get on Forbidden Journey. I went on this for the first time in, since 2010, and it made me just as sick as ever, so... Within 15 seconds into the attraction, I was like, why did I get on this? But got on it with my father-in-law and my brother, I think, on this one, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then they turned around and went right back on it again, and it, it nauseated me for them to even just go back on it themselves. Went on flight at Hippogriff, jumped on it with my brother and my father-in-law, and my father-in-law was astonished at how quick the ride went. I mean, we waited 15 minutes, I think. 10 or 15 minutes in line and the ride itself is maybe a minute maybe a minute uh, so as you can see they still have the the people on stage the frog choir uh doing their thing yeah and this is one of the things it's going to have they're going to have a special performance for christmas oh they are okay. yeah all right and of course the you know the streets of hogsmeade and diagon alley and stuff i believe are going to be lit up um, um they actually already have some decorations up yeah they did have some uh, I remember seeing along the way. Um, let's see here. Oh, we went on the Seuss Trolley train ride. If you're ever looking for a unique view on the parks, get out here on the Seuss Trolley train ride, and it's fun. And, of course, we went on this, and there was no wait in line. I've waited half an hour to go on this thing before, but there was no wait this time. So uh, 
yeah, give that thing a try. It's fun, even if without the kids. It's still a lot of fun to just to just go on. My, my father-in-law and my brother both went on Dr. Doom's f- uh, Fearfall and said it was a blast. Uh, said it was very smooth. My father-in-law's got some back problems and stuff. And he said it was extremely smooth. He enjoyed the heck out of it. So I won't be going on that. So, um, yeah, I let them enjoy it. And I basically filmed a little bit of it, too. See what it's like. And it's also a very strong Wi-Fi spot back in there. Because I uploaded some video. And so, yeah, got that to say about it. Uh, you see some characters here. I don't who Green Goblin. It's and Doctor Doom. And Doctor Doom. Okay, cool. All right, so you know who they are. The Green Goblin, is he the guy here that's kind of... Uh, yeah. Okay, he's creepy as anything. He was creeping that kid out. See the kid looking back at him? <laughs> but he was creepy. He would get down on all fours on the sidewalk and chase people he's around. He's supposed to be creepy. Well, he's creepy. He's a Green Goblin. Yeah. Yeah, he's creepy. Um, we then stopped into a place that we've been to many times, and that is um, Tusum, uh Chocolate Emporium, Savory Feast Kitchen. This time around, let's see here. We'll just give you a quick review and tell you this time we got a couple shakes. Got the hazelnut shake. That is, I think it was $12 for that. And I got the strawberry cheesecake, which was $12.50. Um, their, their, their shakes are good. If you're into a shake and that's what you're after, I, I don't care. I, I have yet to find a bad shake. I have yet to find a bad anything from that restaurant, right. really. Yeah, and it's just, my, my, I have to tell you, too, my father-in-law so much enjoyed Jacques and uh, Penelope came around, and he just thought it was a great addition to the restaurant. Um, he thought it was a fun interaction with them, and so, yeah, no complaints there. Now, I got this food, which doesn't look real appetizing, uh, and I, of course, now can't remember what the heck it was called. Anyway, I'm not going to go into it here. We'll do a separate review on this, and you can catch up with that on the UD Foodie Reviews. You'll be able to click on it, and I'll give you a lot more information. But I'm telling you, you just can't go wrong with going into twosomes. Uh, I've got a couple shots here I took you of in their kitchen area where they're making the cupcakes and other little goodies that they make along the way. Everything so. is uh, in-house made, right? Yeah, it's all made in-house. Chocolate. Uh, and they buy their meat local it's organic meat uh, i think a lot of their vegetables and stuff they even buy local so they yeah, do take care of their farm. local vendors so i can just say go and try that out those are cream puffs oh i was not aware that they even had cream puffs but that sure in the heck looks like a cream puff well i'm gonna have to get a cream puff now. yeah now we have a, yet another reason <laughs> to go in there and uh, try that out so definitely get in and try out uh, twosomes and the band is out. The band has been out almost every single time that we go in there. I have no idea what the what these girls are about. I, I guess they're just they're there to hang out with the band. Yeah, I'm sure that there's probably some theming for them, but I don't know what it is. So they're very nice, just very nice. They just interact with kids and people walking by and all that. Okay, I should have put this in earlier. Fast and Furious stuff. I've got uh, a video here, actually, of it. And you can see it hasn't changed a whole... I don't think it's changed a whole lot lately, do you think? Um, I mean, they added the lights. And they've added more lettering. But most of the work now, I think, is going on on the inside. Yeah. So I'm really hoping this thing opens in, let's say, February. February, March. It says spring of 2018. Yeah, and that could mean anything all the way up to June. Well, I think that... 
Yeah, March kind of begins spring. Yeah. And so, of course, the area here, it's a, this was when it was a little bit longer wait. The area by Grand Gods is always crowded with people. Always crowded with people to where they just kind of lounge and hang out. Um, and it's good also, place to talking do. about Gringotts, you talked to a cast member, and we were never sure if we could do just a walking tour of it. Um, because you can do a walking tour, um, even if you don't want to ride the ride, you can do a walking journey. tour of Forbidden Journey and just look at the castle. We were never certain if we could do that or for Gringotts, and you can just take a walking tour without riding the ride. Yep. Yeah. And so we're going to try that next time, and I'll probably get some video and let you know what it's like to just do the walking tour. It's gorgeous. If anybody's been in there, the everything lobby and so, stuff is just amazing. Everything is incredibly themed. Yeah. So I got a couple shots there of showing somebody who were trying out their wand skills. And and so that's, yeah, there's still people all over the place doing the wand. And everything wand still works. Yep. And this, I don't know, I was trying to get, I think the, the dragon was getting ready to go off. And of course, you know, people just walk up and stand in your shot. They're not really bothered by the fact that they can see they're in your shot, but they don't really care. Anyway, so good to, good for them. I hope she had a good time. And now she's there for the world to see. Uh, let's see here. Bruce, Blues Brothers. We happened to walk by them as they were sitting in their car around the corner waiting to make their entrance up onto uh, stage. And so uh, we were going to talk to them, but it was right before they had to drive off. Uh, in fact, they were just getting ready to drive off. Which right seems to be common with us. We, we only just recently caught the full show, but we catch the, them going through the, in the car almost every time. Yeah, you're right. So they seem to be out an awful lot. Yeah. It's just a fun show, too, to go and watch. Okay, and I took this video here of the water area because the cinematic spectacular... Uh, it no longer goes on now. It's the Lagoon Show. It's going to be a lagoon show, lagoon show. And it hadn't started yet, though, right? I believe it has. I don't think it has, but you know what? We're going to stick around here at some point uh, and check it out and see if it's there. If not, at some point it will be there. And uh, since it's going to be something new, we'll definitely see what it's like. We've never stuck around to see the cinematic show. I think it looks nice. I've seen some people's video of it, but just never made time as I've heard a lot of people haven't done. Okay, let's see here, what else do we have? Oh, okay, some shot here up from the boat of the Aventura, you can see it. I'm always trying to kind of give you an idea of how the Aventura is coming along and how you can see it from the parks. It definitely does stick up there to where you're gonna be able to see the parks from it and it from the parks. Uh, let's see here, do we have anything else that we wanna go through here? Uh, I know this the one last thing we did uh, catch somebody took this picture I don't remember who it was now but it's of the volcano and a show that was going on at night every time okay every time that we have come past there it looks like a rope, rope light running down the front of the volcano and that's it there's no fancy lighting there's no anything and so it's real disappointing um, when we just see that it seems like a complete waste of everything that they built but it that is picture what it looks is. gorgeous there though yeah and volcano bay they're saying right now uh, obviously it's cooler here high of like 78 to 83 or 84 degrees right now uh so the weight 
well, the crowd's really thinned out, let's put it that way. And so this is a good time. I'm going to go over and try to check it out. They've never really said whether or not they're closing it for the season. No, Do they're they? not closing. Huh. No, I think if it probably starts blowing snow, but uh, somebody <laughs> else had said that the water actually felt pretty warm, even when it was kind of chilly out here. So probably heated. It's probably heated, but I can't imagine that you could heat that much water to where it's going to be warm. You'd have steam coming off of it, first of all, all the time. Um, but yeah, so far, so far, um, everything's been open. This is really their first season, so let's see what happens, and we'll just kind of continue to give a report on uh, how things are going at Volcano Bay. I definitely want to get over there and just uh, and get some video of it and try it out. The next big thing, though, to tackle there is going to be the Christmas stuff. So... All right, guys, I've tried to go through this quickly and uh, wrap up kind of what we've done. I will be back in the parks again here soon, and I'll get more video, and we'll talk about some more stuff that's going on. They did just release annual pass holder deal. Yeah, it's um, a free upgrade to a suite at Cabana Bay. And it was like 100 bucks, right? A suite, uh, uh, suite cost was 100 bucks because that would be the price of a standard. We got it, though, for... We got it for ten dollars. Ten dollar. Ten dollars more. Yeah, upgrade. So yeah, they're not really giving you a whole lot there, because I got an upgrade for ten bucks. So, ten bucks per night. So, um, but you know what? It's something they're offering, and it's annual pass holder deal. I figured at the time when we got that, that's what the girl gave me. But that was for Harry Potter celebration too. Yeah. That we were able to upgrade. So. Uh, okay, that's all we got for now, guys. So uh, we will be back with you again soon from Universal Orlando. Thanks. And bye.